Jutta has given Alan McGregor a bit to do here, and Jutta is going to punish a horrible error from Suta. And Rangers have been their own worst enemies because Celtic once again have a firm grip on Derby Day in Glasgow. On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, this is the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. And welcome back to the show with Dino and Ray. A couple of SMSs there before we're joined by Phil Buzz Rothfield. Yeah, yeah, Jesse from Albion Park texting saying, I'd like how you blokes are talking about the Raiders' win last night. So we should, Jesse. They were Good incredibly character. courageous, yeah. mm-hmm. incredibly brave, and it was incredibly important. They were really struggling, the Raiders. So yeah. that gets their season back on track again. Annie from Marrickville praised us, Ray, on our great interview with William Haggis, which was a terrific interview. And Gary Jack getting a lot of support. Graham saying, Jimmy, nail it on the head. And also, no name on this one, saying Gary Jack is 100% about his comments on the Tigers. Now, just mm. before we get Buzz Rothwood on the line, mm. you know what? I read his column this morning. It was the best column I think I've ever read from Phil. It was punchy, newsworthy. It was educated. It had everything that you want for a column. It's because you So wrote it. I want to congratulate Buzz. If you're there, Buzz, congratulations. Best column I've ever read yeah. in the Sunday telly. Hello, Pop. Yeah, great Good job morning. this morning. Yeah, I, look, I, do you want me to critique the whole. Oh, hang on. I didn't see it. Oh, Buzz, I've actually written your column. Oh, that's Funny why. That. Sorry about that, pal. Yeah. No, you've done strong, uh, Bulldog. A, a very readable column. Yeah. But I noticed you give. Like you give the big sports weekend, big sports breakfast a plug, but your name comes before Ray. I didn't what, do that. Why, <laughs> oh, didn't you? Mike, my edition didn't have Ray in there at all. <laughs> yeah. oh, nor yeah. you. Oh, it was just all me. Oh, dear, I did. No, it's one of those things. It's pretty dangerous. Me taking holidays when um, when you're filling in. But uh, Bulldogs bite. Thank you. <laughs> no, it was nice to have a couple of days off over Easter. It really yeah. was. Well, happy Easter Great to you. Great day of racing yesterday, Raymond, too. It, it was, Buzz. I hope you're back to winner. I'm um, happy Easter to you and your family. Did you have any luck? Mate, I, I don't punt these days. Oh, you don't? That's I, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah but mm. I, I, look, I watch the big races on television, and yeah. the coverage is just outstanding these days, isn't it? You think back to the way we, you know, everyone used to sit around the transistor radio this time of the year but to watch it's just magnificent the atmosphere out there and it was great it was great we had William Haggis on earlier and uh, he's been a star himself Dubai on a just too good hey Buzz we were just talking uh, to Gary Jack about the West Tigers woes Um, they've got to turn around at some stage and it has generated a lot of feedback from our listeners yeah what what what, it's no simple solution, I know, Buzz, but what's your take on what's happening at the Tigers? How can they start to move forward? Yeah, look, I'll start off by saying I thought Gary Jack was absolutely outstanding the way he summed everything up and he pulled no punches. He, You know what he had to say about Happy Coruscant and his leadership there of the West Tigers? It, it, it's been disappointing and he even said he looks like he didn't want to be there and He's right that Papa Lee, he is nothing like the player he was at uh, Parramatta last year. Mm. John Bateman, um, again, he came out here injured, but there's been huge question marks around the size of his salary and that massive transfer fee they had to pay to, you know, to get him out of Wigan. And um, I, I like ex-football players who tell it as it is, and um, it was it was exactly spot on. Dog, I'm looking at this game tomorrow. 
in front of so many eyeballs, the only game on Easter Monday, I think it's one of the most critical matches in West Tigers history. I really do. It's been an absolute disaster, their start. It's not just five wins, guys. Dog, have you seen their, the, the, the ease of their draw? I said, Buzz, they could quite easily be naught from 10, and I don't yeah. say that flippantly. No, but that, that, those early rounds, they started off with three very, very winnable games. And there's enormous pressure, not just on Justin Pascoe and the Anzac Day jersey. Look, that's a totally separate issue. But it comes back to this football side, to Tim Sheens, to prove to the rugby league world that he still has it. And look, I'm not going to write him off because of his age, because you tell me who's doing better in this NRL competition than Wayne Bennett and Craig Bellamy. Mm. No one is. And um, that's... But they've just been really, really ordinary. And I'm hearing Luke Brooks might be on his last chance tomorrow to hold that first grade spot. I was going to ask you, Luke Brooks, about Luke Brooks, Buzz. What do you see when you look at Luke Brooks on a footy field right now? Well, I see a million-dollar playmaker and um, who's struggling under pressure. And, you know, he's he's got Benji there, he's got Robbie there, he's got Tim Sheens there, but... He's just struggling, and he showed a few signs um, in and out of games that he's prepared to run the football a bit better. But in fairness, he's not getting a lot of support, is he? And they keep changing their spine, and look, Dewey's back there tomorrow afternoon against Parramatta. And look, it's got to hurt his confidence. Mm. It, it really does. And I've used a similar thing with Chad Townsend and Tob Dearden last year when they left clubs. They got a fresh start somewhere else. Mentally, it was easier on them. And I think it's a shame the West Tigers didn't allow him to go to Newcastle in the off-season and use the million-dollar salary cap money somewhere else. Mm, it's interesting. Yeah. Hey, Buzz, you mentioned confidence. Is Manly down on confidence? It was, just, was that just the Panthers being white-hot in that first half last night? Uh, a little bit of both, wasn't it? Yeah. But that, they were unstoppable, Penrith, and I, I think they showed the rugby league world yesterday that again that they are the team to beat this year. But at the same time, that first half from Manly brought back memories of the last seven weeks. Is that fair comment, Bulldog, of last year? The the lack of effort, the the lack of line speed, just lack of commitment. And look, Penrith just punched holes in their defence. Every time they got the football. Yeah, it got a bit uh, embarrassing at half-time or by half-time. A buzz was 32 points to nil. Mm. And any scoreline in the modern day of that magnitude has to come back to questions about not so much physical preparation, but just the attitude. Yeah, I think it does. I'll tell you who's disappointed me um, this year. And look, the... the they had 17 ordinary players, in my view, yesterday, but I think Cherry Evans is down on form. Mm. You go back to Mudgee and the draw they played against Newcastle, and he had two fifth-tackle field goal opportunities, no further than 30 metres out, and he just put soft bombs up into the right corner rather than, you know, go for the win. I thought he was out of sorts yesterday. He got his backside absolutely smacked by Nathan Cleary, didn't he? But, mm. look, Tom Turbo did too by Dylan Edwards. Mm. And uh, didn't he have a game, Dylan Edwards? Oh, four tries. Amazing. Yeah, but Manly doesn't get easy. they got Storm next week. They need Schuster back. Mm. They need him back urgently. That's when they were playing their best football when he was there. 
They need Turbo Tom uh, fit too, Buzz. Yeah, they do. Mm. And uh, he obviously struggled yesterday carrying some sort of injury. And um, it's really disappointing because the first few weeks we're talking about them as a real serious finals contender. But my goodness, our ordinary yesterday. Now, Buzz, earlier in the show, Ray and I were in dispute over the Marty to Powell tackle, in inverted commas, well, I didn't on hear that. Jordan Rapiner. I claimed it should have been a knock-on and a scrum to the Broncos because it was purely an accident. Ray claimed that uh, it was careless and that Marty Tapao has to be more careful. And clearly we pointed out that no one wants to see that injury. No one wants yeah. to see a player on the ground. What did you make of it? Look, I'm sorry, but I've got to run with Ray on this one. I think it's the responsibility of every NRL player um, no matter the pace of the game, the, the fatigue late in a football match like this was, you can't come into contact with the player's head no matter what the situation is. And it's a collision I, sport, Buzz, at a million miles an hour. It's a fierce, violent game. I mean, it, it, these things happen. Yeah, but Bulldog, you know what? He had to be more careful. He and look, there was absolutely no malice whatsoever in his actions. But the bottom line was we had a player on the ground just taking a bomb, trying to wrap the football up, and he collected the knee of an opponent. Accidental, yes, but I believe it had to be penalised. And I don't know. <clears throat> it's one that'll split commentators, isn't yes, it? Because yes, yes. You, you, you're quite strong on one hand and Ray and myself are strong on the other hand. Mm. No one wants to see a game decided like that or a football player wounded like that. Um, but look, I think it could have been avoidable, Bulldog. Mm. That's what I'm trying to say. And he, he didn't avoid it. And um, Yeah. And the game was determined or wasn't determined. The Raiders deserved to win, didn't they? They were outstanding last night. Well, just on that, Buzz, the Raiders, we talk about Ricky Stewart um, post-game, spoke about character. There was a lot in that, their 2014 win, their upset win over the Broncos. And similarly, the Dolphins, 32-22 away to the Cowboys in Townsville. Two teams that had their backs to the wall, injuries, etc. They just show what character and attitude can do. Yeah. Hey, Doug, I'll ask you again, what difference, apart from being a centre-three-quarter, and it, look, he's not as explosive, he's not as quick as everyone, but just that his presence on the field lifts the Canberra Raiders. I don't mm. care what anyone says. They just love having him out there with them. Yeah, he was good last night. I yeah, thought, absolutely. apart from his yeah. goal-kicking, he was solid. His defence has always been good toots, and... Mm. He's loved yeah. down there. Ricky loves him. And he's well, had the players actually said early in the trot. week they wanted Jared Croker back in the team, Buzz. The players actually yeah. wanted their man yeah. back in there. Buzz, while I've got you, the charge sheet has just come through from oh. last night. Uh, Mitch Kenny has been charged, uh, but no Marty Tapao. That's fair enough. Yeah. So well, Tapao hasn't been charged that's fair by enough. the NRL. But it deserved a penalty. NRL, yes. Yeah, yeah, look... Um yeah, is that back your argument up? Um, maybe, but uh, look, as I said, I, I, I still think it warrants a penalty. And look, just before we go, this Dolphins outfit, mm. how good were they against the Cowboys? You consider their, their halfback, Sean O'Sullivan, uh, big Jesse Bromwich up front, for Felice Kafusi. And you know what I'm thinking, guys? 
Wayne Bennett has won seven premierships. What was it? Six at the Broncos, one at St George. Yep. I reckon the way he has presented the Dolphins this year, an off-season, World Cup, a lot of players away for a long period of time, is I reckon the way he's presented them is up there with anything he's achieved in rugby league. I really do. And they're a team of misfits, rejects, a couple of quality players, but they get beaten on class, on paper every week. They turn out that no one in this game can get more out of a rugby league team or a player than Wayne Bennett, and it's phenomenal what he's done. Mm. Yeah, agreed there, Buzz. Shane from Butterham has text in Busby. I have to agree that Buzz's column this week is very well written. Also, he looks like he's had some work done because his profile pick has him looking very, very youthful. Good point. Uh, what do you want me to say, dog? <laughs> the truth. You've obviously, that, that's a setup. It's that's not. It's setup. Shane from Butterham. I've got his number. You can ring him off air. Look very youthful. What did he say? Youthful. Youthful. Oh, right. He, mm. he did better than what you did to Kenty down the bottom running it before and after. Yeah, well, 360's got... What you've done to Kenty? <laughs> Kenty's got a few greys from 360. You've absolutely stitched poor old Kenty up there. Uh, he knew about it. <laughs> oh, Mate, he, he looks about 18 on the left side, on about 100 on the right. It's, it's unbelievable. That's the artist, not me. Hey, Buzz, we can't let you go on Easter Sunday without getting some tips. The 4.05pm game today, Titans versus the Dragons. 6.15pm, Knights versus Warriors. And in that game tomorrow at 4pm, Tigers versus the Eels. Isn't there a lot hanging on this first game up on mm. the Gold Coast? Mm. Rabina, um, for Justin Holbrook and Anthony Griffin, the two coaches, both need wins, both to take pressure off. And that'll be a great game of footy. I'm tipping St George Illawarra to continue on their good form last week against the Dolphins and win that one. Knights Warriors, really, really hard. Um, I'm going to tip the Knights at home, though. They've impressed me. They're playing with so much heart this year. Hastings is going enormous. So is Lockie Miller out the back. Dom, uh, Dom Young. So I reckon they can beat the Warriors. And finally, look, I think the Earls will be far too good for the West Tigers tomorrow. I just hope they they turn up West Tigers, play with a bit of heart, bit of soul. And, um, yeah, but, look, power will be too classy. Poor old Tigers. Just a quick one, Buzz. Jagman from Shell Harbour and Jesse from Albion Park. Similar sentiments. When do the Dragons get their season going? Are we thinking tomorrow, uh, this afternoon against the Titans? Um, yeah, I do. Mm. I uh, Look, I, I thought there were really, really encouraging signs last week, guys. And you look through that side, I know there's a bit of age in that forward pack, but they're hard, hard men and... I thought Jack Bird showed some encouraging signs last week. You look at Surly and Lomax and those big wingers and Sloan. Dog, they're a chance today, I think. I think they're a real good chance. Yeah, they played well last week, I thought. People are saying when they get their season started. I thought they were quite strong against the Dolphins down there in Wollongong. Look, they'll be mid-table, Buzz, won't they? Just on tomorrow too, Buzz, very quickly, people talking about the Tigers against Para, but it's an important game for the Eels too. Mm. I think they really need a good, strong, robust victory to get their season going because it's not all about the Tigers tomorrow. The Eels need a big win. They've had one more win, haven't they? Yes. That's all. Yep. They've one win, yeah. You're right. We keep overlooking that. Mm. Hey, Buzz, appreciate it as always. Um, Happy Easter to you and your family. We'll talk next Sunday. Yeah, thank you, guys. And thanks again, Pup, for doing the column. Thanks, thanks, Buzz. Great column today, mate. Well done. (laughs) He won't forget it. Good on you, Buzz. See you, mate.